now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Welcome to this week's Shout Out. We have Shakespeare on the show. Well, not in person, but Gary Thomas, who's rewritten The Merry Wives of Windsor. Shakespeare was gay, right? Um, I have it on good authority. Well, anyone that... T- that is talented uh, well anyone that talented is bound <laughs> to be gay <laughs> also Maria Dolan on raising funds for mental health all right here right now on Shout Out Well, well, well. Guess whose birthday it is. Sorry, what? You did me over with that sentence. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I think it might have been a curved ball, but what's the matter? Very curved. I just... That was a difficult sentence to read. But anyway, welcome. And whose birthday is it? It might be Shoutout's 13th. No. Oh, wow. 13th. Yeah. 13 years old, I think it was yesterday. You it was, are, uh, yesterday it was on the 7th was. of June, yeah. You are yeah. teenagers now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going through puberty. <laughs> You're year seven. Ah. Yeah, I know. How sweet. You're Aww. eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it would be yeah, right. Yeah. So this is where we get all the the hormone releases, isn't it? Thirteen. Spots. Acne. Spots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over the microphone. <laughs> Lush. Or, or, or is it? Or is it the where the uh, song "Teenage Kicks"? Yes. Indeed. Indeed. I love that. It's our thirteenth. Oh, and welcome to listeners on Ujima Radio. On Ujima Radio, Radio 98FM, yes. DAB Give, across Bristol. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's nice to be on Ujima in what is coming up to their 15th anniversary. Yeah, um, Alexa, a plague time. Ujima. That will be one of the things you can say to listen to yeah. shout out and... Um, you know, we're on home of black entertainment in Bristol, as their slogan says. We'll be on Mondays at 3 pm, so um, that oh, I... on our 13th birthday gives us 14 stations. Brilliant. Oh, wow. I really That's have nice to behave numbers. then if it's like <laughs> 3 pm show. <laughs> um, you have to behave if it's a 7 pm show, technically. <laughs> yeah, I do behave. I do behave. There's no watershed on radio. You know that, right, Alan? Yes, dear. But you just have to be very just careful saying. what you say. <laughs> just saying. Yes, yes, I know, I know. So well, happy birthday, happy birthday, shout birthday. out. Yeah. Happy yes. birthday, yes. shout and out. It's been a long time. Good news from the White House. Rolls out a new um, Potter's, rolls out a new LGBTQ resources on a day of historic White House Pride celebration. That's put in one right up Ron DeSantis's bits. <laughs> it does indeed, yes. Also, uh, very, um, very also in Florida, in the southernmost city, which is Key West, they ran a rainbow flag from one ocean to the other across Main Street. Oh, How lovely wow. is that? So yeah, while that was going on West. one end of Florida, I guess Ron DeSantis would not know which way to turn because Disney were holding a gay, a gay uh, picnic. Uh, in Walt do? Disney World. Oh, what a wonderful thing to do. We'll celebrate the world by celebrating with Dis- love. Like, Disney well, is very gay, though. Yeah, but they're just, they're they're Ron DeSantis is trying to stifle him. He's like, taking oh, him to court. All of the villains are gay. Like, Jafar, Scar, Ursula, like, I'm Alad telling Osborne. you now. <laughs> I'm not a Disney villain. <laughs> You're a Disney princess, aren't you? Go on. 
<laughs> Can you be both? Can a vision in pink. Princess and a villain. A bit of a villain. I'm maybe Sometimes. the evil queen. Yeah. Let's say that. Maybe so. The yeah. evil queen or a evil queen? A evil queen. No, the okay. evil queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, no, 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 that's we Andy, who isn't here. She's the evil queen. <laughs> Whoa. That's oh, harsh. Dear. He's not here to defend himself. He's on a train somewhere from uh, somewhere. You'll be, out, you'll be out on your ear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're sacked. You're not banging out. Out of the train station and into your ear. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And um, Terry coming up with the news. No airs today. So Aww. Terry is flying so solo. Indeed, yeah. Where That's is our like All those years ago when we started. So, yeah. Where, Where is, is she? Yeah. Exhausted. Fair. Well, I was going to say, well, Valid. <laughs> I'm quite exhausted. Yeah, as well, this weather takes a It's nice, nice weather, but the forecast um, just came up at the top of the hour on uh, the station that we we're recording on today. Uh, it's for 30 degrees on Saturday, yeah. which is really warm. Yeah, they, so it's they, going to be a hot, hot one. I think they've the issued east. weather warnings, haven't they? Yeah, yeah no, the weather warning did say covers the southwest as well. So. Yeah, yeah I but we got, I think we're about three or four degrees lower than London. We should be thankful for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, possibly yeah. a thunderstorm or two, but one never knows. No, oh, it's a high probability, actually. Mm. There's your weather forecast for the week. <laughs> for, for the, for, for the, the week, weekend of the... Te- uh, now, the, Alid, you, you, tr- you chose all the bangers for tonight's show. I did, and I am glad you used the adjective banger there, Steph, because, quite frankly, all four of them are. There is Wicked. not a weak link in this, and you can tell that I've just spent the weekend at a queer music festival because this is Tres Gay. Tres Gay means very gay. <laughs> the Shout Out Podcast. That is the song of the summer, Padam Padam, by Miss Kylie Minogue, the Queen herself. Seriously, if you haven't got it in a playlist, put it in there now. Thank you. No it, is a, it is a banger, you're right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hardly ever wrong, Steph. Yeah, you need to get rid of the footprints you put on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> well, summer is always a good place to start with the theatre. And um, we're back to the theatre. This time with a little bit of Shakespearean humour. And I'm joined by Gary Thomas, a writer and producer of The Merry Wives. Gary, welcome to Shout Out. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good, I'm good. It's rather warm in the studio because the sun's beaming yeah. through the window, but I'm not going to complain, okay? I'm not complaining I'm, about yeah. the weather. <laughs> yeah, it's good lighting as well. If the light is coming from the window, yeah, it helps. It is, yeah. yeah. Right, The Merry Wives and Shakespeare, obviously it's your take, but before we get into that and all about that, let's take you back to when you got involved with theatre. Did did you always have an inkling that uh, you wanted to be in theatre and writing and production? So I've been writing on and off since I was 14, and it's kind of started with diary writings, and then it kind of progressed from there, really. And I I, I was very first always into film, uh, so film was my first love. I saw um, Back to the Future um, at a certain age. That was kind of really, um, it was like the right age for me to see that kind of film. And it actually made me want to become a filmmaker. And what's even more extraordinary about that is I saw the Back to the Future musical. I've seen it like seven times now. Um, and I actually met Bob Gale outside the theatre. Bob Gale is the writer of the screenplay of Back to the Future. Right. And I met him like literally last month and I got to tell him that he wrote the screenplay that made me want to become a filmmaker. 
Wow. Uh, so that was really exciting uh, to actually meet him. And and so, yeah, so it really kind of, it was like, um, fell in love with film. And then I would go to the West End, like with my mum and stepdad. And and I kind of, it was like, um, I don't know, I'd see all these shows and kind of wonder how they, how they did it because it was like a different world. But then I started seeing uh, lots of Fringe. And then I went to Edinburgh. Uh, to the Edinburgh Fringe, I can't tell you how many times I've been, and it's just kind of this world where you can create anything on stage. It can be one or two people, and I love that, you know. And I saw, I've seen a few things that are just one or two people. I actually did a show a couple of years ago um, with two characters, and it was great. And that was the thing that I've been writing for a while, and it was great to kind of get that up on stage and get an audience reaction. And that's what you can get with theatre, which is so different to film. You can get like an audience reaction, like kind of on the spot, basically, if nobody laughs at a joke, then you're, I'm kind of sitting there in the back, kind of with my head in my hands, you know, and it's not working, but you can see that and then you can rewrite it. And it's, it's really great. So yeah, I, I thought, you know, Edinburgh was the only fringe for some bizarre reason. And then I realised there was lots of fringes all over the country, yes. and especially in London. And then I came across Wandsworth Fringe and a friend posted it actually on my Facebook wall. And, and yeah, I've been taking part in Wandsworth Fringe um, since 2016. So it's great wow. to do that. Yeah. Isn't it great that somebody came up with a, a fringe and the Edinburgh Fringe is something very yeah. special that people yeah. who were talented, who wouldn't normally get noticed and just get out there, whether they're on the street in some pub corner, yeah. the theatre that's ad hoc being put up in the corner and perform yeah. and show that talent. Yeah, definitely. And there, and there are people that support that as well. Like ones with fringe have been really supportive, but actually um it's the ones ones with fringe is an open access festival so anyone can put a show on you need to find a venue and i actually found a venue back in 2016 uh which was called theater n16 run by jamie eastlake and jamie eastlake now runs laurels in whitney bay which is the other venue that i'm taking the show to uh this year so it's great to have that connection and i saw him last week you know for the first time in like five years and it was great to see him again and see the venue and it and it is it's kind of a black box space but you can kind of do whatever you want with it and you can create this atmosphere mm. and you don't know you know it's, it's kind of like you can read up about a show but you're still not quite sure what it's going to be about or how good it's going to be and mm. and there's something magical about seeing really seeing you know even kind of not very good shows you know sometimes <laughs> but you kind of as a writer especially it's always kind of good to see shows that don't quite work and i can't watch anything now without my writer head on uh, i'm really okay. annoying in the cinema i look at my watch and thinking that must be plot point two you know and i'm, I'm kind so of you you've guy. become you've become quite a critic then i guess kind of I, only only like in my own head um because i i love structure and i love kind of storytelling and for me um storytelling is is writing and it's screenplays and it's plays and it's stage plays mm. um and so yeah it's it's been kind of you know the joy like i get to you know and this is funded by arts council so i kind of get paid to you know do this and sit and rewrite stuff and 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 yes yeah, it's, it's a great job to have mm. now let's get on to the actual play yeah uh, uh, the merry wives now it's yeah. take on shakespeare so give me a bit of backstory about how that came about yeah so i i first 
saw the Merry Wives of Windsor, I think in like 2016, a friend was in, in it and I had not seen it before. And um, I thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I really liked it. And I'm a romantic comedy guy. So I love romantic comedy films. And The Merry Wives of Windsor is probably the earliest rom-coms that's ever been written. And um, I actually, I, I did a tweet earlier because um, I don't know how much I can say rude language on here, but there is a joke about a poo, basically, and it's in the original <laughs> text. And I just wrote on my tweet, like, I think Shakespeare probably wrote the first poo joke because, you know, it's it's really funny. Um, it's not just for the poo jokes. But essentially, it's um, I've seen it lots of times, The Merry Wives, and it's it's kind of been updated and it's they'll update the setting. I've seen a version, you know, from the 1930s. I've seen a version set kind of now and whatever, but they never update the language. And that's kind of really annoying. And so I wanted to do like a modern modern retelling of The Merry Wives, but set today and using kind of today's language. And the poo joke is still in there because I think that's that's valid to keep it in <laughs> but you know um yeah and it's it's kind of great to kind of go back and say okay what's what can i do now and what would be the equivalent of that now of that character and it's been really interesting and it's been a lot of fun to work with and there's all these rumors about it that apparently Falstaff is one of shakespeare's characters in like henry the fifth or something one of the henry plays and apparently um the queen elizabeth I think asked him she really liked the character of Fullstar and wanted him to write a play about full about Fullstar and gave him like two weeks or four days or whatever, depending on which rumors you believe. And this is kind of the result of it. So it's great for me because it's kind of a little bit the original play is a little bit all over the place. So I've kind of been, you know, rewriting Shakespeare and seeing what works oh. and what doesn't work and these characters and moving the characters about, but it's created this, I think it's a really funny, really fun kind of irreverent rom-com mm. uh, set today. But if you know Shakespeare, if you like, you know, the Merry Wives of Windsor, then there's some familiar, familiar things for an audience as mm. well. So, yeah. Uh, how many people have you got actually on stage? Um, so I, we're going to do a lot of character swapping because of, um, so that's that's going to be fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to you know rehearsals. Um, so yeah, so we've got six six actors at the moment. So yeah, but we're looking at I you know I wrote a fringe play with eleven characters, and that was still narrowing it down. But that's kind of a bit too many. So we're looking at. But that's the great thing about Shakespeare because you, you you get this story, mm. and you can kind of change it about and everything. But we're looking at six characters, six actors, and we're looking at changing, swapping characters, which I think are okay. to the fun of the so whole it's, thing. It's going to be a busy backstage, I guess. Definitely, yeah, yeah, busy backstage, busy front stage, um, and hopefully, uh, yeah, the audience will appreciate it, the fun, yeah. Yeah. Now, where can people get tickets? And obviously, the the most important thing, the dates and the theatres. Yeah, so um, it's honest. This is it's on as part of this year's Wandsworth Fringe Festival. So you can get tickets at wandsworthfringe.com, and if you search them for the Merry Wives, that should come up. That's on at the twelfth of June at seven thirty p.m. at the Bedford in Ballam. Um, that's a really nice space, and so that's for London folk. For folks a bit further than London, uh, we're also showing it at Laurels, Whitley Bay. 
and New Newcastle. And that's on at the 27th and 28th of July, both at 7.30. And on the 28th of July, we're having a, an after party um, full of great music. So that'll be fun. Um, so, yeah. And that's at laurelswhitley.co.uk. Okay. Now, Gary, before you go, what yeah. this sounds such an exciting idea that you've come up with. You got any plans to continue and get involved and rip a Shakespeare play apart and, and rehash it? I would love to, and that's the great thing about Fringe is that you can kind of get something that works, hopefully, you can get audience feedback, and then you can kind of bring it back next year, you know, for a longer run. So it would be great to take it back to Laurels and take it back to, you know, Wandsworth Fringe. So, yeah, there's definitely plans. It feels like a very new thing, but it's been in my head for some years, and it would be great to kind of see it how, see it realised, and then hopefully see it as a, as a bigger piece the year after so yeah definitely plans to kind of keep moving with it and keep adding performances if we can mm. great that's really good news gary thomas thanks for joining us on shout out and break a leg no worries thank you very much for having me shout out lgbt radio for you the shout out podcast that was Sam Smith with Lose You, their most recent banger before we all wait for the collab with Madonna that is imminent. Ooh, that's exciting. Sam Smith and Madonna duet. Have you heard it? Heard the preview? No, I haven't. Not yet. It's not somebody's not pirated it and put it on YouTube? Not yet. I haven't <laughs> been able to find it yet. Strictly under wraps, I should imagine. Yeah, I would but have I'm thought telling, so. Yeah. I, like I said, those two songs, bangers. Yeah, you've still got, bangers, you've still you got two to go. You choose good music. Yeah. Even when you're not presenting, I think I'll ask you to drop us some bangers. Why not? Why not? That 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 is what I do in drag i am a, i do have a monthly dj residency so i think if i didn't yeah, choose bangers i wouldn't have hold on to that residency it, for as long as it i keep have that bungee rope to shout out attached yes at all times <laughs> at all times <laughs> at all times <laughs> terry you ready for the news time for news This is Shoutout News on Thursday the 8th of June. On Memorial Day in the United States, the 29th of May, LGBTQIA Newswire Q Voice News paid tribute to the people who have served in the US military before and after the lifting of the ban on gay, lesbian and bisexual people in 2011 and transgender people 10 years later. Another Newswire, Queer 40, said, Join us in remembering some of the queer military personnel who, along with Fighting for America, fought for our LGBTQ plus rights as well. Let us salute them in our celebration of remembrance and Pride. Staying with America, American Atheists, an umbrella group representing the interests of non-religious people in the United States, issued a statement this week for Pride Month, quoting gay political and liberal hero Harvey Milk, who once said, Pride is the feeling that you are not alone. American Atheists noted, One of the most powerful actions we can take is showing people that they aren't alone. This Pride Month, we want our LGBTQ friends, loved ones, members and supporters to know this. You're not alone, and we've got your back. 
Out Magazine says that this weekend's Los Angeles Pride will be one of the best ever. They say Megan the Stallion and Mariah Carey had previously been announced as the official headliners of LA Pride 2023. Now, they'll be joined in this two-day event by Fletcher, G-Flip, King Princess, Vincent and RuPaul's Drag Race superstars like Sasha Colby, Simone, Gigi Good, Violet Shakiri and Got Milk. This event will take place across 32 acres with a capacity for as many as 25,000 attendees making LA Pride one of the largest Pride events in the United States. In personality news, gay actor David Amos is to join the cast of popular Channel 4 soap opera Hollyoaks. Mr Amos, who is 40 later this year, previously enjoyed an extended role in the BBC One drama series Holby City. Peter Tatchell has joined other public figures, even Piers Morgan, in questioning why the British newspapers have turned on the gay television personality Philip Schofield. Mr Tatchell spoke for many in the LGBT plus communities in pointing out some of the inconsistencies in what he described as the trashing of Mr Schofield. He said, The age gap between Schofield and the young man is cast as sordid, but there was never such a massive hue and cry over relationships with much younger women by Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Pacino or Peter Stringford. Boris Johnson was 23 years older than Carrie Simmons and in a position of authority over her, yet there was no fuss over their relationship. Philip Schofield's younger party was not the younger partner was not a child. He was 20 years old when they began a consenting sexual relationship, and the young man has made no complaint against Schofield. Mr. Tatchell concluded, He has not committed a crime. He lied to his employer and work colleagues, but that is not a criminal offence. It's a matter between Schofield and bosses at ITV, and nobody else's business. Now, sometimes LGBTQIA plus people are portrayed as only liking one type of music, such as handbag house or hired trance. However, there is much more to our musical tastes and some of the stations that LGBT show shout-out broadcasts on, such as Trans Radio UK and Medway Pride Radio, reflect the broad spectrum of music that we listen to. We should never overlook the importance of folk music, with its close affinity to political protest music as a genre that inspires our community. To celebrate Pride Month in the US... The international folk music radio station FolkAlley.com has curated playlists specially put together by LGBT plus folk artists. In religious news, the blog of the cult of Antinous, a gay neo-pagan religion, celebrated on the 3rd of June the life of Allen Ginsberg on what would have been his 97th birthday. They note that the poet was an early proponent of freedom for men who loved other men, having already in 1943 discovered within himself Mountains of homosexuality, as he described it. Later writers saw his frank talk about homosexuality as opening to speak more open and honestly about something often before only hinted at or spoken of in metaphor. A 2022 law in the highly conservative state of Utah, pushed through by Christian extremists and hitherto used to bar LGBTQIA plus and African-American literature, or indeed anything deemed too liberal, has backfired, says the BBC News Channel, because a school district in the US state has removed the Bible from elementary and middle schools for containing vulgarity and violence. The move follows a complaint from a parent that the King James Bible has material unsuitable for children. 
And finally, with the recent relaunches for the summer month of several LGBTQIA plus radio services, including Virgin Radio's Pride and Hits Radio Pride, gay, trans and non-binary listeners and everyone under the Rainbow Banner have a great choice of entertainment currently on offer online and on digital radio. Not to be outdone, the BBC's most listened to network and flagship station, Radio 2, has welcomed Pride season, with Michelle Visage curating an exclusive programme of LGBTQIA plus anthems. For more news, do check out our new site on the webpage at shoutoutradio.lgbt. And for shoutout news this week, I've been Terry Starr. Shoutout news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Mother Lorene. Mother Lorene, current Eurovision winger. Yeah. This was her second winning yeah. entry. Her first one being in 2012 with Euphoria. Oh, that was a classic. I prefer Euphoria to that one, I think. But that one's brilliant. That but, is but very, Euphoria very good. But was a forever classic, wasn't it? Yes. And I've just... I'm fresh from seeing Lorene live this past really? weekend, and she Ooh. was incredible. We can talk about it at the end, but that was Tattoo, Lorene. <sighs> we will talk that, so about good. that at the end. That She's sounds so, really exciting. So good. Yeah. So good. I bet it was packed with gay people, was it not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> right, we're joined by uh, Maria Dolan. And um, Maria, you've been you've been raising funds for charities for quite some while, haven't you? Yes, just over 40 years. Wow. Jesus, Incredible. Wow. He probably <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've raised funds for um, different charities, the Elton John Foundation, London Lighthouse... Oh, God, um, incredible charities. Yes, and then, then I went on to the NSPCC for, and they did stuff for AIDS. And then, because I'm a massive animal fan, um, and I sort of like rescue animals, so... Mm. And then what pets have you got there, Maria? I have six chihuahuas. With six? six yeah, and six <laughs> cats. The cats um, are bigger than the dogs. I was just about <laughs> to say. And, like, do they get on? They're inseparable. Uh, oh. Yeah, the dogs and the cats they all sleep together and huddle in. And, oh. You know, oh. but they've all got some really appalling history. But you know, they're safe now and um, yep, and happy loved. now. Oh, they're loved. Yes, yes. spoiled. <laughs> yes, loved and happy. So, forty years experience um, of fundraising and raising money for all these amazing courses. Uh, causes. So. What's the current one? What is the one that you're here for Well, today? this one um, I'm trying to put together now is for mental health. Because obviously we all know that mental health is a big issue um, around the world, the country. And um, for many years it was like a stigma. It wasn't really um, taken seriously. And I, I know going back into the 70s, you know, um, sadly my mum committed suicide and she went through lots of mental health issues and in them days it was like dust yourself down and get on with it yeah um and a lot of it is a cry for help and people don't see that they just think you're just wasting their time it is a cry for help and people need something they need counsellors and the cost of a counsellor these days is anything between 40 to 50 pound an hour where the centre i'm looking for is called somerset house 
Um, and they're based obviously in Somerset. <laughs> yeah. uh, Actually, there's Somerset houses all over the place. Yes, yes, Somerset. Yeah. But what is great about these is that they've got 15 councillors, and it and they don't charge you anything. And you can be on their books. You can talk to them every week up until a year, two years. You are not limited to any time constraint. Where normally, if you go to a council, wow. it's six weeks. If you sent to them by NHS, six weeks maximum. That's incredible. You can't solve a problem in six weeks because mental health is something that is with you mm. for years and years and years. And then um, it, it needs that support. And hence, I've now decided, that this is the first time I've done something for mental health, um, that I think I'm, I'm passionate about it because there's a lot of people out there that don't understand, sadly. Um, they use it, um, it's an excuse, people say. Oh, they, they commit all sorts of offences and they put it down to mental health um, it's it's like I said it's, it's just a stigma around the world mm. it, around the word mental health do you think it's getting a little bit better though Maria you oh, said because a lot goodness. of people are willing to go on TV and radio and bear their souls and that must help an awful lot of people oh absolutely it's about time people did mm. um, instead of shying away thinking it's some sort of disease and that's what it is some sort of disease it's not a disease it's an illness mm. you know people need that support you, you mm. know you can't tie it to one thing yeah. um and so i decided to put on a charity event at tlc which is in bridgewater um the owner is a, a gentleman called paul studley who, who runs the queen shilling who owns the queen shilling yeah and yeah, also we know paul is that the proud bar as well in western no is no he? no it's totally uh, different from uh, the okay. proud bar that's yeah um, so, um, Paul Studley, absolutely fantastic guy. When I said to him that I'd like to put on a charity event and would you donate the, the venue, um, th- there was no reason why he, he was all for it. Um, I've been asking around for people to no- donate time because at the end of the day, we don't have funds to be able to pay for big acts to come and donate a half an hour, 45 minutes. So this is what I'm looking for. And so far, I've got one that's come through. Okay. <laughs> Which is better than not. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can help you out. Oh, that would be fantastic. What, what kind of entertainers are you, or performance or what types of people are you looking for well, for I mean, your you event? and drag will be good for one wouldn't it yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go booked oh, Christ. I feel like Lorene actually in yeah. that sandwich on her yeah. performance I'm like oh uh, yeah I'm gonna say do you feel set up now <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely we can talk dates and I'll see if I'm not already booked oh bless oh, you Val. that is really kind bless um, you but yeah so that's the idea um because I think people will pay if you've got something going on rather than having just sort of like music and DJ. So if you've got entertainment, people will pay, which is what I've found over the years. Um, I used to do the 12-hour marathon of non-stop entertainment. Of course. Um, I did all the Ooh. raffles and auctions and compared myself, you know, and put it together. It took me a year for each charity event to be put together right. and it's exhausting do you do do you dj as well then in the or have you in the past oh i have in the past yeah. um at the cricketers in battersea ah, okay. um, it's a very old um bar but yeah i used to do djing in there yeah and what was your genre niche of music or was it just well, I'm, I'm, anything I'm, goes well anything goes but then i'm a bit old school you see at my age so i'm i'm still in sort of like the, the 70s and 80s and things like that because classics you yeah. can't you Me can't too. beat them to oh, be honest and not only yeah. that I can I can hear the words. <laughs> I, can, I can hear what they're singing. And there's also a lyric to sing to, which sometimes well, with modern songs there isn't yeah. anymore. 
yeah. did you have record decks so you were playing vinyl and all it was that. vinyl in yeah. day. I'll yeah, show I my age now aren't I yeah, <laughs> well, definitely I vinyl. had the same um, in the 70s I had a mobile disco did you have the same problem though when you were in a pub upstairs with wooden floors and everyone was bopping up and down you oh, had to put half a crown on the <laughs> arms just to keep the things on the on <laughs> half a crown oh well yeah something like that yeah <laughs> Well, it did because it did. It just it just literally knocked the. Um, <laughs> She's just <laughs> giving up her age to a whole load of listeners. There, I know. I've now suddenly realised. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this fundraising night, uh, do we know when it is? Um, it's the twelfth of August. Oh, okay. Um, I've well, so soon. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's good, sort of like eight, ten weeks away. Oh, it'll be a, sooner than you can put oh, yes, an eyelash Oh, yeah, they do, yeah. But th- I've done it for that because it gives time for um, TLC to help promote it through their mm. um, different um, links and things. So that's what we're aiming for and hopefully we'll get the people in. Excellent, excellent. Now, you, this is ready and you've got all this planned and it's going to happen in August. And I bet, knowing you, Maria, you've got something planned for next year already. Are you going to share? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I do have something planned for next year. Yay, yeah. I knew it. Um, I'm hoping to put on an event in Western Supermare at Grove Park, surprisingly enough. Ooh. Um, sort of like out and proud event. Mm. So that's where Western Pride's going to be this year, isn't it? It is, September yeah. September the 31st, yeah. yeah. Um, I was involved in the Pride last... 2022, yeah, I was involved mm. in that last year. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I'm trying to do something different because I want to try and again raise m- raise more awareness going around the mental health, mm. um, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, because that is also quite a big thing. Yeah, and it's, it's, there's a lot of stigma. Yes, isn't people even from the health service. That's that, right. You know, yeah. if you're drunk, there's stigma that you're just seen as rubbish, and you know. It's like you don't have a voice. Yeah, and it's about time somebody stepped up to the mic and went, "Hang on, enough is yeah. enough. Let's help these people." Let's get them some help and let's support yeah. them. Yeah, Great. well, let's get the LGBTQIA so. plus community out there yes. helping this. Yes, absolutely. Very much so. Like yeah. mental health is affects many different communities, but I think with the mm. LGBTQIA plus community, I think there's probably disproportionate <laughs> I think figures. so. That's, <laughs> that's society, though, isn't it? Putting pressure on a lot of kids who, were, who might oh. be um, gay or trans. You know, society turns on people that are there a little is bit a lot different. Of, there's a you lot think of if all those kids growing up gay or trans or even bi, you think if they had support... Hmm how much better this planet would be and how much more stable those kids would be growing up. You know, how much would it take for parents to just turn around and say, you be who you want to be, we support you. And if that changes in a year or two, it doesn't matter because we still love you. That's it. And and the, the, that goes back to the word again. Love is love. It doesn't matter who, yep, where, indeed, where yeah. And that's why we need people like Somerset House and their fabulous councillors that they have there. Yeah. And we need events like the 12th of August at TLC in Bridgewater. Do you have a fundraising target that they need to dish out to? Um, not at the moment. I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the more the merrier. The more as, as much because these people that actually these councillors um, rely on um, donations f- to be paid. Mm. So everything is is voluntary. So they're not getting paid for this. It's a Saturday thing. night. It's mid August. It's got to be four figures. I reckon. I think we can pull that together. Easily. I would like to see that. Yes, easily, easily, yeah. easy, 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 yeah, peasy. Yeah. 
Yep. So listeners, dig in. I mean, if the if each of our roughly two hundred and fifty thousand listeners around the UK and across Ireland Putting and the pound. US just chucked in a dollar or a pound or a euro, but think how much that you would be well made up. That's right. And what will happen is um, TLC will put on their their website how to donate. The money, so that will be on um, okay. TLC. I don't, I don't know what they call it now. Is it? Um, <laughs> it's like TikTok TLC at Bridgewater or um, okay. Snapshot Facebook. I know that. Yeah. yeah, I think they're Insta and their t- uh, Twitter, basically the same one. They're TLC right. Bridgewater. Yes. Um, yeah. No e after the the d. So, so yeah. So yeah. don't just put bridge and then water. No. B r i d g. W-A-T-E-R. I was going to say, forget the E, because <laughs> yeah. these uh, people in Bridgewater, when you, when you spell Bridgewater and you put it with an E, oh, oh my I know. goodness, they get so Oh, offended. I can imagine they yeah. get funny about that, dear. Yes, yeah. definitely oh, so. Well, yeah. A lot happened with the cellophane factory years. <laughs> <laughs> you won't go down that road, though. No, definitely not. <laughs> Maria Dolan, thank you so much for joining us no, on, on Showtime. And, and uh, we're going to try and help you as much as we can. All of the queer luck and love for oh. the event coming up. Finger, we've got everything crossed. We have indeed. The Shout Out Podcast. Jessie Ware. And what's she doing, Alad? She is telling you to free yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jessie Ware. For more I love information about Oops, Shout Out Radio, sorry. visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. Before I got rudely interrupted. I'm so sorry. My finger twitched. I I had it ready over the button and then it just twitched. Of course it did. Sabotage. I can't work. Damn you, index finger. I can't work in these conditions. (laughs) During Pride Month, you decided to sabotage me. That's rude. I know, right. Well, before we get into... all the months. um, Before we get into Pride and our marathon 12-hour broadcast, I'd just like to mention some news. I'm not going to say whether it's good or bad, so I don't think I'm allowed to. Pat Robertson is dead. Um, what's a bit of background there, Terry? Well, Pat Robertson was... Uh, oh, was uh, s- sorry. <laughs> she turned... <laughs> you the, oh, so, gosh. I know. So well, maybe down. we should sing the tremolo song now. Wow, Silence is golden. Silence is golden, yes. <laughs> so Pat Robertson was a very, very right-wing, white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, uh, conservative yeah. in the United States, was very uncomplimentary in the 1980s about people living with HIV and yeah. AIDS well he said it was God's way of weeding his garden about anyone who had yeah, AIDS yeah I think theologically that's rather unsound as I'm sure lots of LGBT plus Christians I could say something you. a bit different uh, to that I, uh. I, I, I can imagine that uh, not many LGBT plus groups will be sending flowers I guess I guess that some certain certain sections of society might be celebrating in certain ways no comment. Yeah, we, I couldn't possibly say no. anything. No. Because I'm not allowed. No. Let's talk about something a little bit lighter. Let's talk about happy things. So Bristol it Pride is. has just Bristol announced everything. Pride. So it's just Three doing, weeks away, done a mail. Four um, weeks on Saturday oh, yeah. and we will be up at the Downs. And this is the moment where I start to peak with my stress levels. Because <laughs> you've organised all the drag acts, haven't you? Uh, the cabaret stage, yes. Yep. So the drag queens, drag kings, drag things, the monsters, <laughs> the lovely, beautiful creations that are there. 
Right, now there's multiple stages. Just run through the stages. Not who's on each, but just so the stages. So you've got the, the main stage, and that is headlined by Jake Shears, and the afternoon legend slot is Natalie and Brulier of oh, Aussie Torn fame. And then you've got the cabaret stage, a.k.a. Alid stage. No, it's not my stage. It's the cabaret <laughs> stage. And they are headlined by Raju O'Hara and Tia Coffey of RuPaul's Drag Race fame and then i think from five we've got the get um there's another stage which is at certain points it's going to be curated by get queered um and then later on in the evening it will be um the punker stage there's the circus tent there's the dance stage there's a silent disco there's a youth area there's a family area community area as always market stalls food stalls Mm. bars cabaret stage and free bus travel stage if you have a wristband cabaret stage yes if you buy a day supporter as always with pride bristol pride technically is still only a donation entry pride so you can rock up without any tickets or whatever chuck some money in a bucket or tap tap whatever card you have and you will be able to donate however much you feel to be able to get in but the bonus of getting a day supporter wristband is that they are seven pounds with that you get a free day rider for all buses through bristol for the whole entirety of pride day um and that way um the rest of the money then goes straight back into pride to make sure that we can keep putting on that fabulous event every year yeah and i think if you can afford to give to pride and get your wristband then that's a really good way not only of just making it simple on yourself but keeping it free for many people in the community who perhaps are, are, are less advantaged Brist- and, and need that free party. Yes, yeah, Bristol you know. has such a diverse community. Not only do we have such a massive youth LGBTQ presence yeah. within this city, and if you're a 13-year-old, I couldn't have asked my mum if for extra money to go to Pride I would have had to have like hid my pocket money we've got normal like you know normal age then you know like you're 18 plus that are just on the lower income bracket but we also have a lot of LGBTQIA migrants in the city and for them £7 is a lot of money with what they're getting so if you can afford to pay it just means that everybody else can be there and join in on the love because we all know how good Bristol pride is now we're running out of time so the march which is important because the march doesn't actually go all the way to the downs no it it doesn't it starts at castle park meet there for about 10 a.m ish it will leave at about quarter to 11 march then you go round the city and you end in millennium square and then there'll be like shuttle coaches shuttle buses that can take you up to the downs or if you've got your day support a wristband and you've got your free bus ticket for the day just go to college green grab a number one number two and whoosh yeah the, the, the bus pass free is on the whole of the city network is it not it is yeah which is absolutely really good value and there's discount as well isn't there the food stalls and the drink stalls there's extra bits and bobs that you get for getting a wristband yeah excellent Excellent. that's the technical term okay now (laughs) the other important thing is is that we're broadcasting live on bcfm radio from 10 a.m to 10 p.m and uh yeah it's gonna be tiring um as always yeah and a long day for you i'll be doing pretty much exactly the same and then having then having to go out in the evening to like show (laughs) face and be like ah hi everyone yeah (laughs) that's true thank you for coming (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so don't forget we'll be on um, on BCFM Radio, um, DAB. Um, well, we're online as well, bcfmradio.com, smart speaker, and the TuneIn app if you want to tune in. We will be interviewing all the acts because we dragged them. We got big hooks that we just drag them off the stage and it's straight like into our studio. Just a little bow peak. Well, yeah, our studio is right next door to the main stage. It is. So, uh, so we've got a prime. Are you only broadcasting from Maine as well? Um, no, we're going to be. Uh, we've been told that we're having escorted people from your stage being brought over to our studio. That's what we've been told. Just I saying. Shall wait for the logistics of that one to happen. <laughs> exactly in six-inch heels. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. I'm not. Uh, I'm going to take that back to certain other people. No, it will be a great, great day, and it's Pride, Bristol Pride. It's one of the highlights of the year. So let's celebrate. Indeed, indeed. 8th right. of July. Yep, 8th of July. Don't uh, be square, be there. We're done. How was that one hour? Uh, it's well known fact that we time travel on Shout Out. Well, we will be back next week, same time, same channel. For all our past shows, go to shoutoutradio.lgbt. Next week, singing in the loo. I'll explain later. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Shout out. LGBT radio for you.